Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM Life Changing Radio WJMM. So grateful for your support of this radio station as well as the Encounter Radio Show. Also grateful for my friends Greg Williams and Greg Horn uh, that do a tremendous job. Uh, You've heard them earlier this morning. You'll hear a little bit from Greg again this afternoon. And I'm so grateful for my friendship with them. They they knock it out of the park each and every day. And they just deliver the word, truth, grace, hope, and uh, discipleship. And, uh, and I'm just so amazed at uh, what they do each and every day. And I'm so grateful for the call of God on, on their lives. Uh, for more information about Encounter, uh, please email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org or just go to our website, thehopeencounter.org. And as I've mentioned, we're real excited about the Encounter Bible Study, which you can purchase one at Amazon. Just uh, Google Encounter, where hope can be found with Bill Reeser, and you can purchase one. By the way, we're taking signups at Church of the Savior for the next round of Bible studies, and you can sign up for that Bible study. All you have to do is email me and say, Bill, I want to be in that next Bible study uh, going through these Anchors of Hope. It'll meet on a Tuesday night uh, from 6.30 to 8.30 uh, for two hours, and uh, we have great leaders that are leading that. There'll be a men's group. There'll be a women's group. It's uh, 12 lessons. Probably takes about 14 to 15 weeks to do it. And, but friends, we also need help getting these Encounter books uh, purchased, getting them distributed around the country, and we, we need a ton of financial support to do that. Uh, so any, anything that you can do, you can go on our website, uh, and, and you can find more ways to give to the Encounter ministry. Uh, and I want to thank you in advance for your prayers and for your support of, of Encounter. Also, want to, today on the Encounter radio show, uh, I do a lot of teachings, and I want to want to recap a couple of teachings uh, I've done on identity. And I think there's a there isn't a week that doesn't go by when I hear about someone's identity getting robbed. I think that uh, I'm hearing. I speak to parents. And the one testimony that I'm hearing and prayer requests that I get at least once a week uh, for the past several months and all throughout this past year is that their teenage son or daughter has been told that they're someone different than who they thought they were. And they're being indoctrinated and they're told that they should be called somebody else than who they originally are. And what's happening is that identities are being robbed. Genders are being reversed and people are rejecting God's design uh, for them by listening to demonic voices trying to indoctrinate and convince. uh, It's not just the young adults. It's not just kids. It's not just children. Although there's a massive attack on our children, on our teens, for them to be indoctrinated into a lifestyle so, so far apart and distant from God's plan and creation for them. And there's a war going on right now over people's identities, over people's genders, and realistically over who they are in Christ. And so what I, that's why 
the anchor that we have, uh, realize who I am in Christ and reject the lie that I am my character defects and sins, anchor five, uh, is such a critical anchor. Because many people never, ever come to the conclusion that there's a spiritual war going on over your identity. I don't care who you are. Uh, If Jesus Christ himself was attacked at the core of his identity, you're going to be attacked at the core of your identity from the moment you come into this world until the moment you leave. That was the case for Jesus. And if if it was the case for Jesus, then it's going to be the case for us. I know personally in my life, my identity was under attack the moment I came into this world. I was told I was something other than God's creation for me. I I had my identity robbed from me. I had my identity stolen from me. And fact is, there are millions of people walking around trying to be someone other than who God created them to be. And frankly, it's just sad to see. And if you don't know your identity in Christ, if you don't know that you're accepted in Christ, if you don't know that you're loved by your Father in heaven and that God doesn't make junk, that when God created you and formed you in your mother's womb. He said, now that is good. Now that's beautiful that you're made in the image of God and the likeness of God. If you don't know that you've been personally handcrafted into existence by your father in heaven, that you are beautifully and wonderfully made in the image of your creator. If you don't know that you're going to have an identity crisis. You're going to, and you're going to be like most Christians. You'll spend an entire lifetime trying to become somebody that you already are when you can know who you are in Christ. And it's a game changer when you understand who you are in Christ. Because when you understand who you are in Christ, you'll understand your purpose and you'll understand your destiny. And and you'll never know your purpose and your destiny until you understand who you are in Christ. And Christ never, and our, our Father doesn't make junk. And so you might have been told that you were a mistake. You might have been told that you weren't planned when you came into this world, but you were planned and you were not a mistake because God planned God thousands of years ago. Your name was written in heaven's book and every day of your life is recorded in a book in heaven that said, this is the day that you were going to be born. And every day is recorded in that book. That's a love letter from God to you. And God has a plan for every day of your life, a plan not to harm you, a plan not to hurt you, but a plan to give you a hope and a future filled with love, favor, provision, filled with purpose and a great identity of who you are. God does not make mistakes. Oops, it's not a word in his vocabulary. You are not a mistake. Your gender is not a mistake. Your feelings are not a mistake. God doesn't make junk. You were made in the image of God. And again, if you don't know that you're personally handcrafted into existence uh, and wonderfully made, you're going to have an identity crisis. You see, because Satan spends most of his time taking what God has created for good, which, by the way, if you're listening, that's you. And he perverts it, distorts it, hurts it. And ultimately, he tries to destroy it. Sound familiar? See, Satan knows that if he can keep you from being you, 
the person God made you to be, if he can hide your true identity, if he can distort your true identity, if he can destroy what God intended for you to be, he has succeeded in creating an identity crisis that will eventually destroy your life. So I'm going to detail some of the ways that he does that. He uses hurts. He uses pain. He uses conflict in your life to destroy your identity. He uses broken, unreconciled relationships. He uses absent father wounds, absent mother wounds. He uses abuse. He, I can give you an endless list of things that he uses because unresolved issues, watch this, always resurface in some form of compulsions and character defects. And when you live with those character defects for a while, it's easy to confuse your defects with your identity. Hi, my name is victim. Hi, my name is abandoned. Hi, my name is abused. My name is unloved. My name is pain that never goes away. My name is anxiety. My name is insecurity. My name is gay. My name is addiction and hundreds of other identity titles that we allow the enemy to dupe us into thinking that that is who we are. But we're not our sins. We're not our strongholds. We're not our addictions. We're not our mental illness. We're not our problems. But the moment we call ourselves by those things, we lose sight of who we really are. And by doing so, I've created an identity crisis that most people never recover from. Now, I love the recovery world. I really do. Uh, I just, I'm attracted to broken people. I want to be around broken people because I want to see broken people find hope and healing and deliverance through a personal relationship and by the power of God through the Holy Spirit. So, and one of the things that I hear, especially when someone passes away or overdoses, is that that person had an incurable disease. That's what that's what the world will label an addiction, an incurable disease. You know why they say it's an incurable disease instead of calling it a sin and an identity crisis? Because they don't have an answer. They'll say once an addict, always an addict. You'll you'll have to go to meetings the rest of your life. You'll have to fight this thing the rest of your life. What a miserable what a miserable way to live your life. To one to say that you are your sins to say that you are your addictions and to say that you can never really conquer it. You can find sobriety, yes, but you'll have to fight it the rest of your life. That's a miserable way to go through life. But we are not our sins. We're we're not our addictions. We're not our strongholds. And if anyone is in Christ, the old is gone, the new has come, and God has given us the ability to pull down strongholds in Jesus' name so that we can be transformed by the power of God, set free by the power of God, Okay, because when the Son of God sets you free, you are free indeed. So back to how the enemy uh, uses all these hurts and character defects and strongholds and addictions. And here's the method that he uses. Are you ready? He, he just simply puts thoughts in your mind. And he's a master of, at that. See, you control your thoughts, but Satan and God suggest thoughts to you all the time. See, when God gives you a thought, we call it inspiration. When Satan puts a thought in your mind, we call that temptation. The Bible calls it arguments and pretensions that set itself up against the knowledge of God. 
See, Satan's trying to get you to form a mindset from those arguments and pretensions. See, a mindset is not just what you set your mind to, what you watch, what you read, what you see, what you believe. See, a biblical mindset is not just about having a set of up, uplifting beliefs. Rather, it also refers to a set of biblical truth-aligned beliefs that influence your reactions and behavior. A biblical mindset is a frame of mind that helps you move towards a set of outcomes that line up with God's perfect will for your life. The problem for most of us is that the wrong person has created our mindset. Satan is not the only one trying to get us to buy into their mindset. The world and its value system are fighting for your attention and devotion too. See, if you let the world and its value system create and set your mindset, you'll have an identity crisis you may never recover from. And all those entities work together to throw destructive talking points and words to make you believe that you are not accepted, you are not secure, you are not significant, and, and you are not loved in Christ. And there are people in, in your world, even today, that call you someone different than who you really are. And if you don't know your true identity, you're never going to know your purpose and your destiny. And you'll be running all your life trying to find it. You'll run, run, and run, and never find it until you surrender your life to Jesus Christ and find your new and true identity in Christ. But find me a person who knows who he or she is and they live in that identity. I'll show you a very successful person. I'll show you a confident person. Now, that's just the beginning, the introduction to this Anchor 5 uh, Identity Anchor Lesson. I want you to tune in tomorrow uh, for the next part, part two of our Identity in Christ with the Encounter Bible Study with Bill Reeser on the Encounter Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in.